trying to find like a blue stitching on a cable to know that it's a 3.0 instead of a 2.0 what am i like you do it to yourself <laughs> that's the fucking cable that it came with it came with a 2.0 what am i supposed to fucking do i don't know i'm q i'm jewish dave this is bird road this is bird road we're joined by uh, three time i think returning guests at this point justin aspiasu What's up, hey. Jay? What's going on? How you guys doing? Jay's going to help us talk about the big story from the last week of um, GameStop stock manipulation. He was one of the chief architects of the entire scam. And, uh, <laughs> and we really through. appreciate you making some time to be here. I know. You must be really busy. <laughs> <laughs> Spending my millions. If uh, the SEC needs to talk to him, it's number 786. Oh. <laughs> um, no, but Justin does know, I think, a little bit more about the world of um, this, 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 he's an actual active stock trader. Were you on Wall Street Bets before all this shit? Yeah, not for a long time, but yeah, I've been on for a little bit. I'm sorry, my chair is noisy, but yeah, um, nothing. It's really infuriating. <laughs> smash the chair. <laughs> sorry, we just spent all this time getting the sound. Justin right. and I worked together. Justin and I worked together during the daytime, and like it's the same thing every time. I can tell when he comes off mute to start talking. Because he'll go like, he'll pull this move. He'll be like laying back in the cut and then he'll have an idea and he'll unmute himself and come forward. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I was thinking? A good idea. <laughs> yeah. So I'm used to, I'm at this point, I've tuned out Justin's chair because I hear it every day. I like but, to um, make an entrance. How, yes. how, how, um, how long have you been doing Wall Street's bet? Do you, when you follow Wall Street bets, do you like do the, Okay, no, wait, no. hold on, hold on, hold on. So they give you you got to take a step back for what Wall Street Bets is. Wall Street Bets is not a place to go get financial advice, right? It's a place to talk shit. It's, to it's a out. place to talk shit about financial advice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes some people, you know, they post what they call like DD or whatever. Um, and people like give their opinions and shit like that. And sometimes like you saw here, um this thing took off but for the most part it's just people talking shit and people doing crazy what they call yolos yeah spending all their money right because that's the active verb now that i saw reading a lot of the posts lately uh before we get to that dave i want to drop in from one of our favorite movies ever a little line from um let me see if this actually works a little line from the way of the gun you need to learn about this business little fella yeah what's that the only thing you can assume about a broken down old man So the survivor in this case is something that's broken down and probably should have been put out of its misery a long time ago, which is GameStop. Sure. And I want to kind of focus for a second, Jay, because I know that you're you're the the right person to talk to about this. What's happening has nothing to do with GameStop, really. Right. Like it's not it it doesn't like it doesn't have any um, bearing on the strength of it's it's it's. Again, it's like the situation with Tesla. Tesla is not the company no. that is worth all of its valuation. It's it has a thousandth of that value in real life. But um, this is wrapped up in some other shit, man. This is wrapped up in. I mean, if you really like get to the core of it, it's like I would say it's it's like GameStop is this like haggard leftover relic 
from this old time from when we would go in and i don't know did you guys ever go go to GameStops? did you guys ever go buy shit from them yeah i bought my ps4 at GameStop like four years ago i did a few times here and there but i, I was ahead of the curve though with buying online every single thing in my life so. It's like it's this business model that's kind of like completely outdated. I know that they had made some moves to try to make it look like it's like a, a forward looking company. But I, I would say like this is a, a situation where you can't count out like a combined strength of nostalgia and just grievance <laughs> in a in a declining empire, because those are like the two things that fueled There's it has a touch of community in there. A very community. small yeah, touch. I mean, I, I like that idea. I, I got to say, I mean, yeah. like, I, I like the solidarity out of these people. I was reading those posts. These people are in it together. I mean, at least yeah. the one posting, you know? Yeah, they're in it to win it. Um, but I, I don't agree with you on the fact that it's GameStop. Okay. I think it could have been any company. And it just so happened to be GameStop. Because these guys aren't going on there to trade in like the nostalgia of an old store to go buy video games. Like they, somebody, the guy who I forgot his, his username now, but the guy who started this whole thing it was back like in thick chick chaser. Yeah, it's like I, I, it's something. <laughs> yeah. I, he's actually been on the news a lot lately. Um, <laughs> but that guy, when he started the whole thing back like in June, right or something like that, he was talking about the fundamentals of the company are good, and we think it can like double or something like that. And it was like at 18 bucks. Um, but then what happened was that as it started taking off on, on Reddit, it it doubled real quick. So it went from, I think it was like 18 something, it went up to like 38, like overnight. And then it did it again the next day. And that's when this like, tsunami just happened. Oh, no. You well, know? there had to be a point. But Jay, there had to be a point. Was that before or after? it was getting leveraged by Melvin Capital because they, they've been getting leveraged for, for, for a long time now. All right. So what, okay. So what, what, ha why this was able to happen is because GameStop was, or is, I'm not sure if it's still at, at the moment was the most shorted stock on the stock market, you know, and it was being heavily, heavily, heavily shorted. So, which is a bet that a company will die. Basically. Yeah. You're betting against, you're betting you, know, against you take, you take the stock long, if you're going to go hold it or you're going to bet against it, if you're going to go short, which should be fucking illegal. That's ridiculous. Like no wonder shit like this happens when you can do like machinations like that. That's ridiculous. It's like, I mean, but it's not really because it's just two people. If you think about what it is, it's as a piece of paper. What, what the, the part that's, that's crazy is that it's all theoretical. Okay. There there's, I, I read something yesterday about how, supposedly or because now all the conspiracy theories come out that they've oversold actual physical shares of GameStop. So there was only like 70 million physical shares that existed, but somehow some way between what the short positions are and what everybody's holding, there's something more than a hundred million. Uh, is that true? Is that not? That's like the speculations that are happening right now. It's, it's. Yeah. Because all this stuff seems uh, when, when you follow it through to its natural conclusion, it's like, okay, so then what do you actually, if, if, if the stock market, if the stock in this particular instance was working the way that it's supposed to work in theory, the way that we learn in civics class in high school, that should be liquidity that GameStop can now use as investment to go and make more GameStops or make the GameStops that are already there better GameStops or transition it to, you know, fucking whatever, to a, a more forward-looking digital operation or turn it into, you know, Amazon or some shit. But 
but that's not what it is. It's like trying, that's like trying to like, trying to grab all the money off of a poker table and go put it as a down payment on a house. Like, no, it's getting moved around. It's in, it's in flux at that moment. Yeah. So that money, they can't, who knows, who knows how long that money is going to be there for, you know what I mean? That stock price has gone like 1400% in like two weeks, three weeks, you know, and it dropped 30% today overnight. Like in today's, it was crazy. Seems healthy. Seems normal. Well, speaking of normal, it's like it's it's crazy that this stuff hasn't happened sooner. But I guess it's because uh, because we didn't have things like Reddit to help facilitate it, right? Well, no, this does okay. So this is what I was I, I had lost my train of thought earlier. This is basically the reason that GameStop took off is because you know like what what they call like a boiler room, yeah. um, a boiler like great a stock, movie, a stock yeah, yeah great movie, right? You got that, that that shot of the whole room filled with the, with the telephones. The rotary phones. Oh, um, yeah. Anyway, so in the boiler room, what they do, they, they raise the price up and they sell at the high. That's exactly what happened here. You had everybody jump on this bandwagon of this one stock and that caused an artificial inflation of the price. So it is a way of like saying stock manipulation. That is kind of what happened, you know, but instead of a stock, let's say a stock went viral and everybody decided to buy it at the same time. So at some point in time, somebody's going to be left holding the bag. And if you go on 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 uh, GameStop on um, Reddit right now, there's people talking about, oh, I just spent two hundred thousand dollars on, you know, con- on, on on options contracts for GameStop at three hundred, at two fifty, or something. And that's probably not gonna come in. You know what I mean? No. If that stock keeps going up, then, you know, it's a miracle. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I think that's gonna come down to earth sooner rather than later, because of what it is. It's it's an artificial bump. It's just. It's a figment of, of these people's imagination, you know? So I think that like people make a mistake when they are, I think that we're making a mistake. Like they're just collectively people who are commenting on this thing, like make a mistake when we focus in on just what's happening with GameStop. Cause I think if you listen to, if you kind of read between the lines of a lot of the bad faith, like CNBC bullshit, what you see is fear from people who are like, Oh shit, they figured out a cheat code, but they're just using it this one time and it's not going to really put me out of business unless I work at Melvin capital. Um, but like, I, I'm scared because this could happen again, presumably if all the right, um, you know, all the, all the right sort of ambient details come together in the right way. Like if all the, all the same circumstances, you know, if, or, if the, or this movement, if it becomes something that's more organized then then even it is already, in theory, you could do this to any stock. Like the way that I think of it, and you tell me what you think about this, Jay, because it's like, I think that people who like the day traders usually historically to this point have, have it's, it's very like lone woodsman kind of thing. Like you're out there, you've got an ax, you're trying to chop down a tree. But what this showed is that instead of just you being, being like you individually by yourself being against the forest, it's better for you all to band together and chop down one big tree. And they set their sights, particularly on a couple, on a handful of hedge funds. And they were like, we're fucking you over. We're coming after you instead of the, I think that a lot of the times the typical ethos is like, it's this big wide open world. And I'm just one guy with a couple thousand bucks in my account. And I'm going to go out there and make some good moves and maybe make a decent, uh, a decent return. And the, that's not the way that these hedge fund guys play. And these people in this forum figured that out. 
to a degree that I, I don't I don't think we've seen people figure that out before where they're like, no, 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 let's band together, put all of our money together and just gun for one of them and just try to take money from somebody. And it looks like at least perhaps they might do it or they might have like a new formula for success. But the whole idea of like taking money from somebody, it's just like, it's, it's, it's not really like taking money from somebody. It's just, you know, like they put an artificial price on that shit and it's cost five bucks. And I tell you, it's going to cost one and, you know, and you say it's going to cost 10 and now it costs 10 and I owe you five bucks. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's just, it, a, it's it, just it is a, real... I think that we're thinking about this. I think people are looking at this more, more, much more in depth than what it is. You know what I mean? I think people I got mean, together and manipulated the stock and it took off and it happened with other ones as well with AMC, with BlackBerry. Yeah. BlackBerry came right back. BlackBerry came right back down. AMC is on the way back down. How about Dogecoin? Dogecoin, whatever the hell, what is Doge, it, right? Dogecoin. Doge, Dogecoin. Dave, did you invest in Dogecoin? I, I wish I had. But right? but I, I just think it's hilarious. GameStop, AMC, and uh, BlackBerry, three of the most like outdated possible things mm-hmm. you could think of. I know, but back to my point, they have to have it has to have a hook for it to catch right. on on Reddit. It can't just be some random securities package bundle. It can't just mm-hmm. be some like guardian fund or some shit like that. It, it has to be something with uh, je ne sais quoi, with some kind of like. Yeah, but it comes purchase. back to the it comes back to the short thing because the, the, they have the sh- the stock has to be heavily shorted. And it has to be getting heavily for, shorted. It has to be heavily shorted for this to work, because as more people invest into the stock, the stock price goes up. As the stock price goes up, that makes the people who have to cover those positions pay that money to cover those positions. As that happens, there's less money being shorted. The stock keeps going up. You know what I mean? So it's like a cycle. That's what caused that and, price to shoot up to four hundred dollars all saying, of a sudden because it's saying, like, yeah. No, you were saying before that like that it's not real, but in that circumstance, it does become real when well, it's like, real money. It's, when it's a, real when money. Melbourne you know? Capital has to like hang a clothes sign on their oh, door, yeah. it becomes real. Like oh, it yeah. is, it's real cash. It's fucking happening. Yo, but they could just turn around and say like, "All right, we're gonna stop shorting this company, and we're gonna and we're gonna take our our losses, right, and go invest our money somewhere else." But they're not. Or more you know likely, what, I mean? what can happen is they get an infusion or they get bailed out, which is what happened. Like in, at the eleventh hour, that uh, Melvin Capital got bailed uh, out. What happened was that somebody got to the heads of all the online trading platforms and restricted the purchase of these stocks. And in res- restricting the purchase of the stocks, that doesn't allow new contracts to come in. As new contract, as new positions aren't being had, there's no way to artificially jack up that price anymore right because it's not like you 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 turn off the wildfire the wildfire yeah as as it spreads online everybody's like let's buy it let's buy it let's buy it what what is it at 500 who gives a shit let's buy it let's buy it let's buy it and it's just it's just exponential so the day you say okay no more purchases you can sell if you want now you're encouraging people to sell and that's going to cause the reverse stock goes back down make it they make it easy the 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 faucet is still wide open for sell but it's strict. At one point, I, I I know recently Robin Hood, who was playing the villain in a lot of this situation, had restricted first of all all um, buys on these stocks we're talking about, and then they limited them down to one. Now I want to see. I want to tell you something. Uh, sort of relay something that I listened to on CNBC from the CEO of um, of Robin Hood, and see if you think that this holds water. What his explanation for that was that basically the volatility that it created 
could have could have given them a liquidity problem because on these like sort of amateurish day trader websites, it's really the company Robinhood that's on the hook. And Robinhood can get fucked over for that money. Like if the money goes from if if the share goes from 400 down to 120 and the there, there's a short there that the, like they are the ones feeling Robinhood is the one feeling the balance in the meantime while the transact before the transaction's fully gone through, which to me, having you know, having some money in, in the stock market and understanding, like, you know, having my my, my little JP Morgan um, account that I have, like I don't understand how that's possible because they make me wait days at a time until like the money has gone through. And that's just for JP Morgan to pay JP Morgan. So why is it? I don't know. It, it seemed like on one hand, like that, that was an explanation that holds water, but then also in practicality, like in practice, it feels like that's bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. Because... I feel like they're making it up as they go also. So, yeah, I mean, I was looking at some of these posts. I, there's like guys that lost like $500,000 in a day today. Then there was another guy who bought in at like $5 million. And it was all the money that he made for his whole time as a, tr- as a day trader. And I, that's, it, it just, it can't be built on something right. Like it can't be built on something good, a system like this. There's just nothing fundamentally correct about this this can't be the way that the i mean it is all right okay like part of the reason why part of the reason why the cnbc people are so negative against is because you're not supposed to do that with your money you know it's supposed to (laughs) (laughs) no no not like that there was time now like every once in a while you make money but for the majority of the time you're gonna lose money on on that fucking wall street best the majority of the shit people put is a fucking loss you know it's not they're not winners all the time these cnbc yeah because that's what they that's what they say the other part of the culture of wall street bets is that like you you don't really you're not really a member until you post a big loss yeah so you're you know your ass getting handed to you i i think of like I don't know what movie or TV show, Dave, maybe you can help me out with this, but like where the guy is holding off like 10 people with one gun and somebody in the group is like the leader of the group is like, Oh, come on, let's all rush him. Uh, we'll, we'll, he can't shoot us all. And you're just like, no, I'm just going to shoot you. And like, that's kind of what these guys are doing with these hedge funds where they're just like, I mean, I think that again, like a lot of the fear that you hear in the voices of these people on CNBC is like, oh shit, what if they just come picking us off at every one of our short positions? Because opening up a short position now is not just this like low-key stealth move that you used that it was 10 years ago, where it's like, oh, well, we're doing this. It's some complex financial instrument that people don't understand and nobody... Now I'm a moron and I know this stuff now. I understand it. So if I understand enough that I can bet against you with 40,000 of my closest friends and take the New York Mets away from you, then like uh, obviously other people are going to figure that out too. That's pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) I I had, listen, I bought, I bought, um, and I'll show the fucking statement. I bought GameStop at 38 bucks and I sold it like through two or like two or three days later for or like a day later for like a four dollar loss i started losing money i was like fuck this shit and literally 
24 hours later, pff, shit takes off. I would have made like $5,000. And then the so moment I, that I only had 500 bucks, I only had $500 worth. Like, and I was just eating shit. Yeah, but $500 worth is what now? That's it would have been like five thousand dollars. Yeah, I like that, like three hundred something. Yeah, it would have been a hell of a nice little, just a, a nice little lotto. Yeah, that's like what it, it is, you know, like hitting the, the, daily, the daily triple or whatever. Yeah, that's all it is. But you don't do that. You don't just go around like putting all your money into a random stock on the stock market because some forum told you to do it. Based on the subreddit, it sure seems like people do. <laughs> yeah, they, they they love it. I love it. It's like their favorite shit. All right. So I'll take it one step further. How much of this is the pandemic? People sitting at home, like we're all like in like in our little prisons. And it's just the idle hands of just picking, like figuring out some shit, you know? Well, they they were saying they were getting into these culture conversations about like, oh, this is incel people. These are like losers in their mom's basement. And like that can't get laid and i don't think that that's true it's an, oh, those are never the guy it's always guys that are like 35 married and like you know in a job that they hate is is usually what this is or you know that's what it always is like out of shape it's never wall street you know dude those guys are just like you like like three of us yeah same shit regular guys it's just they're probably, hot yeah exactly yeah. giant cocks <laughs> <laughs> there you go there's, there's your drop giant cocks dave have, <laughs> dave did you try to um you know get some money in or did your dad i know he's better with money than you are <laughs> yeah i i don't know if that's necessarily true he's, he's better at making money than i am but uh i no, i want to just ask a question here i don't want to derail it too much but obviously amc is a part of all this as well is there any scenario where AMC takes this activity and it helps them survive the pandemic because of this, because that's what I hope for. Yeah. I mean, even though yeah. it's this just ridiculous thing. I mean, but AMC that's came happened. back down to earth, right, Jay? Yeah, it came back down, but who knows? I don't know. But AMC is still a fundamental company. I mean, are they like. Yeah, AMC's got to be a more fundamentally strong company in like healthy, normal, non COVID times than GameStop. Can you go to the movies now or no? Uh, in some states, but uh, I know AMC in December was saying that they were going to be like out of cash by January. Okay, and, like, oh. but like it's a huge company; it has access to capital. That's not like me and you going right. broke. Like if you and sure. I go broke, that things it's get not good. Sketchy. No, it's not good. <laughs> but uh, try to I think try to like forget about COVID for a moment. Place yourself mm-hmm. like twelve months from today or whatever, and. Are people going to like compare it to some of these other companies that they talk about? I'm sorry, man. Bitcoin is bullshit. That crypto shit is bullshit. And I know that'll mm-hmm. probably piss off some of some of our listeners because I know that you fucking weird freaks are like into <laughs> that shit. But I'm I'm sorry. I'm never gonna fucking think that 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 that's like an actual real thing. Um GameStop, it's gonna eventually go the way of fucking Babbage's or um electronic boutique or whatever. It's yeah. just w- the one that didn't do it yet, right? All exactly. those other fucking places, uh, Camelot, um, CD Warehouse, all that shit went out of business for a reason. It's just that GameStop hasn't done it yet, and right. they will, right? AMC is a fun... People still do want to fucking actually go to the movies. Maybe movie theaters aren't going to be these huge profitable things that they were when we were kids, but, I mean, it they, they st- people are still doing that activity in 
in good times. Dave, how bad was the movie industry doing really in like 2019? W- weren't that like the two biggest movies of all time in 2019? Like fucking yeah. and that's an anomaly two. though. I mean, you like, know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's Marvel, you know, like they, they're, they can't really be counted against like the regular tally of like a normal year, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they, they weren't doing very well. They, they've been doing bad for a long time. There's a lot of, and I mean, I, I don't want to take it too far down a conversation about movie theaters right now, but uh, they're, they're not doing well though. They weren't in 2019 before the pandemic. And, and now it's still questionable about when they'll be able to come back in any real form aside from, you know, a 25% occupancy, you know, showing old classic movies that nobody really gives a shit about seeing like, you know, well, th- but this begs a question that Justin and I have talked about before in the past, and I, I alluded to it at the beginning of the episode, where I was like, "This, this short, the, the the concept of shorting should be, I think, should be illegal." And here's that's why. the important thing. Yeah, here, here's here's why I think that that's the case. I, I think the whole stock market should be fucking illegal, but that's a ridiculous far left opinion of mine that I have, and I'm not going to change it. But the more defensible p- defensible position that I have is the one that. Shorting should be illegal because there are lots of businesses that maybe aren't looking at double digit growth every year. And maybe they're not going to like have like multiple, you know, new locations opening every year. Maybe they're not hand over fist profitable, but they're somewhat profitable or they were in the, in the, in the immediate past before they were fucking strip mined by hedge funds and private equity. And to be able to, create like a, a, a counter positive mechanism where fucking up a company helps you become money. I'm thinking, uh, uh, beca- uh, make more money. I'm thinking of Sears, right? This motherfucker has a place right here in our neighborhood in our, in our uh, neck of the woods, Dave, the guy who became the CEO of the company that was basically running Sears intentionally into the ground so that they mm-hmm. could strip mine it for every penny that it's worth. He's got a fucking castle on the beach out here. That he that he made with the bones of fucking dead Sears employees, basically. And like to be able to just do that, to be able to just be like, oh, no, no, this is the normal way to to, that investments should work is bullshit. Because, yeah, AMC is probably going to go out of business, but it doesn't have to go out of business tomorrow. Like it could it could fucking hang on. Jay, the Miami Herald is going to go out of business. It doesn't have to go out of business next month. Maybe it could go out of business in like 30 or 40 years. Maybe, yeah, well, you know, well, like hold, it'll on, hold on for a while. I feel like you're being so like, what, like altruistic, right? With this, I mean, if a business is poorly run and it's not going to make any money, there's no sense in keeping it around. And just because you have employees and- well, What if it's bad? making some money? If it's making some money to, to create a mechanism that hastens its demise instead of just letting it die naturally- and and then what? You don't have an AMC movie theater to go to. You and, have the replacement movie theater to go to. There will someone will take their place. Just like that's to, to what I was gonna say. Um, to to the, the point about AMC, I, you know, it's cool to go to the movie. I haven't gone to the movies in years for some reason. But since ever since JV's my son's been born, I have I haven't never gone to the movies again. Oh, uh, but. I think the future for movie theaters is going to be those that feel like a home theater. Like there's one in the Gables at Merrick Park that has those um, like, it's Park, like yeah. couch beds and stuff like that. Yeah. And they bring you food and drinks and stuff. 
That's pretty cool. Dave, you like those places. You do like those places. Not really. No, you don't? Yeah. You took me to no. one. We went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at one of those kind of places. I mean, a recliner's nice, but I don't like when there's... You don't uh, like when they, they have... You don't like the when, serving house when they come serve you food and stuff nah, like that? Get uh, out of my way. I don't. I want to watch the movie. You know? That's strange, right? I've never, I've never done it, but I feel like the server would walk in front of the movie. Yeah, and people love that shit because people don't it. give it's a great. shit about movies. That's why. Yeah, so. it's an experience. I'm going out for the experience. I mean, yeah. come on. I'm there to watch Nate, the fucking. Nate, movie. What's the last movie you went and saw in the theater before everything ha- went down? It was actually an anniversary screening of King Kong, the original. Okay, well, then before that, not, not kind uh, of be- before that, uh, I I believe was the Call of the Wild that uh, Harris Harrison Ford named five scenes in the Call of the Wild. Tell me five things that happened in the Call of the Wild. There's a CG animated dog that. <laughs> That he spends his time with. Great. I asked uh, for five. You could barely give me one. Oh, I could easily give you five things so, after like, that movie. Like, like what? Yeah. How much would that? This like your sputtering um, ability of to recall anything. Uh-huh. How much would it really have been affected by a waitress giving you a beer? Oh, horribly. I would. I would horribly? Have hated it more. Horribly. Yeah. There's a it was, dog. What was, was the dog's name? Dog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> again name me two characters from avatar tell me two Look, characters from the movie avatar highest grossing movie in the history of movies you can't uh-huh. name me two characters from the movie avatar jake sully and uh jake sully <laughs> natiri was that her name yeah uh, barely barely too and you only do that because we <laughs> joked about that one time you probably went and looked it up so that you wouldn't get caught with your pants down like an asshole <laughs> I'm not that good at looking things up quickly. So. <laughs> I, bet, I couldn't. J- Justin couldn't tell me two characters in all of movies. <laughs> I've never watched the movie. I've never watched Avatar. Actually, you know, I can tell you the last movie I went to see in the movie theater was um, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> That was like a long time years ago. ago. Yeah, that was like four years ago, four or five years. Ago. Movie, five years ago. I never gone to a movie. No, we never. No, yeah, yeah. that's before uh, I met you. That's like no, fifteen no, years. Wait, ago. Which is the what was the, what was the last uh, Star Wars that came out? <laughs> 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 the last Star Wars that came out was the um, the rise the of, the, of a, the raping of a Skywalker. The one before that one. The one not the, the last the real, Jedi. The last. The, oh, the one before that one, oh the New Hope. God. The New Hope. That's the one. The one that was no, like no. That's, that's the first. One. <laughs> you fell right into my trap, asshole. Dude, as you know, it's the only Star Wars movie I've seen. <laughs> you must have been so confused. Like, oh, what is the movie? one that I saw was the one that was like the New Hope that has Carrie Fisher at the end, right? Yeah. That's I right. need to get Justin on piecing it together one of these days. <laughs> He'll be like, this movie has uh, hints of nutty oak. And, uh... The funny thing is I went to film school. So. <laughs> he just hates movies. He went to film school and hates movies. I love movies. I just don't like new movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you guys see that, you know, who one of the biggest, speaking of movies, who one of the biggest cheerleaders of this whole Wall Street bets things from sort of like the outside is because I don't think he's technically allowed to trade anything anymore for the rest of his life. Is uh, Jordan Belfort, oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah the titular sure. the titular Wolf of Wall Street, who's a complete piece of shit. If you ever like look into that guy, <laughs> see what that that guy was. That's that's that should be legal. Well, that is illegal. 
you know what <laughs> there ought to be a law that's the shit too with like all the all the all the um like all everything coming out of the out of the and we haven't really talked too much about this on the show dave even though it was like three weeks ago at this point but everything coming out of the capital riots and everything like that all these people are like there needs to be more laws it's like motherfucker there are laws like you're not allowed to do that stuff they were literally mm-hmm. breaking the law you don't need a million more laws to fucking enforce all of this but that's not a mistake man it's also against the law to fly an airplane into the um in, into the fucking uh uh world trade center but they created the whole fucking patriot act after that to you know uh, well let's just say i don't think that they've done a lot of preventing people of flying airplanes into shit it was more about surveilling us same thing with this it's going to be like it's all going to be turned in inwards right it's going to be like oh domestic terrorist and right now domestic terrorist is some white dude from fucking north dakota but then you know let a republican get in the white house again and then all of a sudden the domestic terrorists are you know east coast liberals and shit like that it, it, it's 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 all just fucking like manufacturing consent yeah selling selling the news man <laughs> so are you gonna keep are you gonna keep spending on uh on on robin hood like do you what's your what's your like method of um of uh stock buying well you make it sound like i'm doing drugs what's your preferred <laughs> choice we've gathered you here today with some of the people who care a lot about you <laughs> and what if i let in on the waiting room your mom is in there <laughs> you went to work today yeah why because i had to shoot something you probably got sick why because you, you, you just can't leave anywhere these days if you go outside you just die well, everybody had masks on. <laughs> i thought i was gonna be the only one there and all of a sudden i walk in and it's like what the fuck are you guys all doing here who else was there Miguel, David, Yannick. Oh, okay. The new all these names that nobody who listens to the podcast. Yeah, I'm not really sure why I'm going down this road. <laughs> weird, weird direction. Yeah. Um, no, but how, how do you, in your capacity as like uh, a prolific day trader, how do you... Um, I'm not a prolific day trader. <laughs> how do you, I don't know half the shit that I'm talking about, man. How do you make one of the stocks to have <laughs> it and to behold it? A lot of people listen to this, by the way. A lot of so people are get it right. A lot get of it right, have, Justin. A lot of people have questions. Number one, how do you make a stock? Number two, what do you name it? Do you name each of your stocks, or is it too hard to kill them later if they're named? <laughs> you got to sell them. Question number three: Do you kill the stocks after you sell them? After, is that like? A stock exploding, like. <laughs> can you officially tell people which stock? By the way, r- really, r- really That's quick. Yeah, can you could you do us some favor and give some financial advice? <laughs> and, and also just add your personal guarantee to each one of the uh, tips that you give. Um, this is on the Patreon. This episode. Yeah, Justin is registered with the SEC, but he's registered as a sex offender. So. <laughs> He's got a no trespassing from the market. No <laughs> <laughs> the he has to knock exchange. on everyone's door in his neighborhood and be like, uh, I, did, I, I, I didn't achieve full liquidity until I was on age 13. Uh, that's what she said. That's what she said. I'm sorry. This isn't how this conversation was supposed to go. Anyway, I'm a pedophile. <laughs> Dude, one time, one time, I... 
Just one that, you know, This is not even a conversation for a podcast. Forget it. <laughs> I was going to go off on some story. One time, I'm pissing in a schoolyard. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sexual about it. I'm a human being. I need to piss. <laughs> it's hard, man, because like I remember Justin and I worked together for a really long time on the at the at the newspaper and i remember like there was a story that i was working on where i had to go in like very typical miami fashion like just slapdash together with no thought of um humanity or dignity or or like you know uh value of human life or anything like that they would take the for a period of time the people who were coming out of prison uh, with um you know who were classified as sexual predators or sexual deviants or you know uh sexually aggressive in the community or whatever um they would shove them underneath the julia tuttle pop causeway which is just a bridge like a big bridge over water and they just had to live there like like hobos and some of these people were you know people who were of of some means like they were like middle class or working class people but there was just because of the strict laws in dade county there was no place to uh, house them right and in typical miami fashion it had the exact opposite effect because what it l- led to creating these huge uh you know swaths of the county where people were not allowed to live where these people were not allowed to live is like you put them in these horrible living conditions underneath a fucking um underneath a, a causeway and they leave and then they're in the wind and so you've got sex offenders just on probation but out there in the wind on the lam instead of in an apartment where you can find them and check on them and make sure that they're there. But yeah. like I would go and I would, I, I like three different reporting trips. I had to go there and um, interviewing different people. And every time, every time, man, like they, they, these, they would like everybody that you talk to, like spins it in a way where they're just like, I mean, you know, I was like 20 and she was 17. And then you go look up their court paperwork and it's like, no, you were 28 and she was 13. You fucking freak. <laughs> and then, but like, but then some of them, it's true. It was just like, oh, it was my, you know, my birthday, but it wasn't my girlfriend's birthday yet. And she was like two years younger than me. And there's like this thing called the Romeo and Juliet law where it's like, you can be, which by the way, Romeo and Juliet, I think we're both like 13 or 14 or something like that. But um, I guess the Romeo and Juliet laws were like, if you turn 18 and your girlfriend is still 17 or whatever, you don't like get thrown in jail, I guess. I don't know. But um, yeah, man, I guess my point is just like, don't trust sex offenders. <laughs> don't, believe what they, don't believe what they have to tell you for the most part. Like they're, they're probably going to exaggerate at the very least. Exaggerating and lying are the least of their problems. I think. Um. So Yeah. What else did we want to talk about, guys? Jay, did you see, you were you were texting me before about the fucking random spurts of violence all over Miami Beach? The did you participate in that? What was going on? Yeah, I shot somebody yesterday. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> that you, yeah. Well, why did I just confess to that? This should folks, be interesting. If you have any, if the, if the authorities have any questions about shorting stocks, <laughs> illegal stock tips, or premeditated murder. <laughs> this appearance is is not going the way that he had hoped um dave remember like what was it like two months ago when like everybody was getting murdered on the strip yeah it was the coolest thing to do get murdered on the strip 
Yeah, because right. like like suites on the strip were like twenty five dollars because they they couldn't get anybody to come to Vegas, and so all this all of a sudden it was just like just all kinds of like murders and people beating each other about, up. I thought you were talking about like tasty treat sweets. Oh no. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, like a Snickers <laughs> bar was $25. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? That's, that's Biden's America. That's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my America, you guys could come. It's, you, you spend a lot of money on sweets, but you, you stay here for free. <laughs> Dude, when so I was a young kid in Scranton, you had to buy Rolos. What's, you can't what's find those anymore. <laughs> they don't even have them in the stores anymore. I'm sorry. What was I talking about? <laughs> what's What's Vegas like now? Do people even go there anymore? Are the casinos all closed. Uh, no, they're they're open. Um, just with all of the, you know, the social distancing, the uh, glass between, you know dealers and all that stuff and it's like it's just it's super sad and and there's no shows uh you know no no clubs of course none of that but all the bars and the restaurants are technically open just with like you know 25 percent occupancy and it's just all super sad yeah it's the opposite here here it's like this is blown open yeah. Like open, like open sore, pulsating. They're like, hey, uh, so where do you live? Is that closed? You should come over here where it's not. Oh, God. <laughs> it's literally the marketing campaigns that like the GMCVB is doing internationally. It's like, hey, you know how where you live? They're being all super careful and lame. <laughs> Why don't you come here and just like spit shots into each other's mouths? Oh, God. <laughs> The other day, so Jay, I couldn't. I mean, like, I, I'm I'm not really out at night that much anymore, um, unfortunately. But uh, I was coming home from like downtown Miami at ten o'clock at night. Streets completely packed, like fully, fully packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like a normal night. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's incredible. <laughs> it's really something. It's dude. Really- I, I've gone to restaurants or seen the restaurants and the restaurant is shoulder to shoulder and you're like how is this even allowed oh my god yeah you know you know where i where i grocery shop right where i live uh at milam's right next door there's a sushi place and Mm -hmm. the sushi place is like a long narrow with like window doors right it's like it's just like shotgun straight back and whenever i walk out of the grocery store or get in my car and drive by i can kind of like look and see and yeah it's just shoulder to shoulder bench seating. Everybody's just sitting there with a line out the door because mm-hmm. it's a very popular sushi place. Just like caution to the wind, man. And all viejos, all like old folks. And I'm like, you guys know generally who's dying of this shit, right? <laughs> don't give a fuck, man. Nobody cares. People don't give a shit here, man. No, it's I mean, just gonna keep happening. Yeah. I'm ready for that for that jab though. I'm ready for that poke. Yeah. Where did he get poked? My wife got it. She got both. Yeah. Oh, nice. No side effects. She's a frontline worker. She comes running into the into the room right now, and her face is like, like melting. <laughs> like, Damn. Gotta go. <laughs> we got a problem over here. I gotta go see our son. No, maybe just stay out here for a little. Bit. <laughs> On Thursday, they were just straight up giving people. 
the extra shots that like I guess people just didn't show Good. up for their appointments. I, I I wish I was there. I, I want to get it as soon as possible. I need to be vaccinated in time for Kong versus Godzilla. So <laughs> Here, here's one, Jay. Have you seen the overlay map of where DeSantis is rolling it out through rolling out the um, vaccine program through Publix? No. It's all Republican, all the Republican counties. You lay it over like the counties that vote that vote blue versus like and in in Florida for those who are listening and don't know the the layout like it looks super red when you do it that way because most of the counties are red but the majority of the population is in five counties basically and um, those are the blue counties where the most people are and where there's the most cases and the most sick people but. Yeah, I haven't heard a good reason for why they haven't rolled it out in the publics in, in Miami. Have you heard anything about that or no? Because we already have the public infrastructure set up. That's actually what they said. Really? He said that since we already have like guess we'll hospitals, to, to ramp we, have, up. we have like four or five hospitals and we have the public, you know, like the parks. Um, that's why he's like, why are we going to do that there when you already have, you know, thousands and thousands of people getting vaccines but we just don't have the vaccines i don't know man well i'm holding you responsible for this it's my fault i took them all <laughs> that's why i killed that guy <laughs> <laughs> the dentist in, in wisconsin was just taking the fall for you you were in, in the back just housing vaccines like they were i'm pretty sure there's a movie of that <laughs> where a vaccine turns everybody into raving lunatics i'll take it let me go rave let me go rave let me go lose my shit outside for like a, a few days <laughs> justin and i both married men which you are now too dave and mm -hmm. um the other day was my birthday and uh i was in a diminished capacity at alone at home and uh i think justin was as well and we were texting and i was just like Oh man, you know what I would really love to do is to go to like this local dive bar out here called um called Churchill's and just like see like a shitty punk rock show. And Justin texting me back, he's like, they're open. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, come pick me up. And then we started weighing the fallout of how it would be when uh -huh. our significant others like found out that we had snuck out the windows. <laughs> To like not set off fucking alarms. I'm like, yeah, I can't go, man. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. I was like, in my mind, I pinned it at like three weeks that I would probably take shit. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, is it worth it? I'll take shit for three weeks, but I get to see a punk rock show. I'll, I'll double mask. How about that? I'll be super <laughs> too drunk and throw up in the masks. <laughs> Just like come splattering back in the eyes. <laughs> be like a walking health emergency <laughs> oh my god Jay, what else do we talk about come on do you do you have any leads on what happened in the in miami beach or no nothing man. it's just all ghetto and fucking whack as fuck <clears throat> that's the problem that's happened here man like it's the the, the the people who come to miami beach has become really really shitty and trashy and it's not even safe to go out there anymore. To you're, but you've been to Miami Beach before, uh, Dave. Did like, I go there to, with you, Q? Mm, yeah, but like you got really like freaked out, and one time you got really freaked out, and so we had to leave. And then another time you got really sick. No, and we had to yeah, leave. I was sick. I don't remember getting freaked out. I definitely was sick though. That's no, sure. the first time you came here, in um, we tried to take you, 
and you and Gina just started getting like edgy. You what? and Gina, yeah, you both were getting really that. edgy. And I was like, guys, this is Miami Beach. This is the iconic Miami Beach sign. And you were both like in the back seat, kind of like twiddling your thumbs and just kind of like that clutching onto your purse and holding onto your wallet and shit. <laughs> you're talking. And I was like, nothing's gonna happen to you here, dude. It's still daytime. We've got hours to get back. And you like, the two of you were like, Can we just go home now. <laughs> just just tell your stories. That's fine. I I <laughs> He's clutching his pearls. <laughs> Somebody over there called me a payaso. <laughs> Do you remember though when, when that we means, uh, that, that's racist? I think you that remember when we Jew. we first we first got to uh, you first picked us up uh, from the airport for uh, for your for your wedding in Puerto Rico, and you said when we got to the hotel uh, that we'd look into the back seat and Gina would have just been like gone, just snatched away. <laughs> Hey, just like snagged her. They're like, you know, like just <laughs> you know, out of the out of the gumball machines, those little like uh, sticky hand things that you throw against the wall. Somebody would have just like snagged her, like coming out of Louis Mills <laughs> Airport. And... <laughs> 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 oh yeah, man, it's. <laughs> You got to kind of know how to handle yourself. Vegas is people try to say that Vegas and Miami are similar and they're really not because Las Vegas is like a, a conveyor belt of convenience. And like the minute you get to Vegas, you're just on the conveyor belt and you get a thing handed to you, you get like a cocktail handed to you and you get brought from one place to the other. And there's like, you know, um, uh, monorails and there's like a cab everywhere that you look and there's like, you know, everything is convenient. The food everywhere, you know, you never have to worry about it. Miami is very much like a mystery box. You got to figure Miami out. If you're going to have a good time in Miami, you need to research beforehand. You need to ask people who live there and you need to kind of trial and error it a little bit. I think. Mm-hmm. Have you ever That's seen fun. the Louis, the Louis episode where he comes to Miami? Yeah. You remember that Dave? No, I don't. I don't. I'm sure it was probably my, like my favorite portrayal of Miami. Because mm-hmm. he he brings him to Kendall, he brings him to Cayocho, and then he brings him just up to go. Kendall. Yeah, he just goes and does like a regular Miami. He <clears> just like goes a, and hangs yeah. out with some guy from Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has like a crush on him. He's like, it's not even sexual. I just oh, like yeah. him so much. <laughs> that was a great episode. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good episode. And, and you're right; it's a great portrayal of Miami. I feel like Miami's really like that. And at the end, he wants to stay. <laughs> no, you you kind of got to go now. You got to go now. Yeah, this is not for you. You can't. See, Miami's two different places though the the visitor and the resident is the two different two different animals the one that spoke out to me was the guy when when he drives him down biscayne and like the the heat game is getting out or there's a bunch of people on biscayne and, the, and he's just shouting at girls he's like oh, hey hey <laughs> and then louis tries to do it and he's like oh oh yeah hey you hi <laughs> we all know where that ends up <laughs> oh Shit, yeah. I brought up Louis C.K. You can't even talk about that guy anymore. Yeah, you can. Who's going to stop you? Who's really going to yeah, stop Nobody's going to stop This is God one of Keith's things that you absolutely can talk about any and anybody. Oh, you want to get back into this? Oh, this is a thing I fight, I fight with Justin about this, too. Yeah. I fight with him, too. That, like, the cancel culture thing is bullshit, that it doesn't really exist. It exists. I mean, I think it, it exists. Really is. Okay, Louis is back, right? I mean, he's back. He's not. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. Not, not is he really. still rich? Is he in prison? I mean, 
I don't know. He doesn't have anything now. I mean, I mean, come on. Is there any way he's still funny? Yes. <laughs> and he tell a joke. <laughs> uh, that's what Dave. That's what's called the free market. All right. Yes. The, exactly. the invisible hand, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good metaphor with him, because he jerked off. That's right. Against people's <laughs> wishes in front of them. <laughs> You can't um, even defend these guys, you know. It's like, like, well, was it that bad? It's, uh, yeah. uh, it's, not, it's not good. It's not good. No, it's not a good. The funniest look. ones are when the like there's like a slow leak of them. Like, um, there's a comedian who I never heard before, but is apparently super popular. Chris D- Delia, Chris Delia, or Delia, yeah. or something. Do you guys know this guy? I know who he is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's pretty popular. I'm not trying to like shit on him by like not pretending to not know who he is or whatever. He seems really popular. And like over the course of a few months, it was like, oh, he's a bad boyfriend. Then he's like, oh, but he's like a really bad boyfriend. It's like, oh, well, he was like DMing with like young girls. And then he's like, "Mm, he was raping women. (laughs) It just like eventually (laughs) cascades into just straight up like really, really bad. Like, okay, he probably should be in jail or something. Now it's Marilyn Manson. Oh, did you hear about that? What happened to Marilyn Manson? (laughs) I... (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, wait, hold on. Screech died today, dude. Yeah, that too. That's... Man, pour one out for Dustin Diamond. He had cancer. I assume it was drugs. Like I always assumed it was drugs and uh, I was wrong, which makes me a real dickhead. Um, Yeah. Screech died. Why couldn't they take Slater? Why couldn't they take Slater? That guy's never aged. That guy looks the same. I took a piss next to him at club rain. Like it has to be like, if no taller than five foot five. That's going to be our Q's tombstone. I took a piss. <laughs> One of my favorite pastimes in Las Vegas was pissing next to celebrity guys and just like marveling at how short they are. Like Vin Diesel to like has to be like five foot one. One of the tiniest little munchkins I've ever seen in my life. I took a piss next to him at Spearmint Rhino. And um, yeah, it's. They're all super short. Mike Tyson is short. Mike Tyson is only like 5'9 or something like that. You took that. a piss next to him too? I did take a piss next to Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mm. Dave, who have you pissed next to? <laughs> Dave, do you remember the story of the first time that I did X? <laughs> I'm not sure. Who were we, we hanging out with? Was that the night with Metallica? <laughs> yes, it was with Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous you can't just name drop metallica and x and be like and not tell the story that's it no i mean i was like um i had been convinced for the first time ever i was pretty old i was like 22 or 23 or something i had never fucked with any like harder drugs and i tried x for you know the first time and did the classic move where you're like this isn't working this this is this something wrong with it 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 doesn't do anything and we were at somebody's house, some fucking fancy house out in Green Valley. And we went to a notorious scum hole in Vegas called Dre's. And uh, we get to Dre's and immediately I start like feeling something. And um, yeah, so I'm like processing the emotions of like this whole new fucking thing 
and I'm in that part of you where you're like, am I ever going to be normal again? Is this how life is from now on? And then Dave just is kind of like, hey, look, look at that. And I look like right next to me and it's Lars from Metallica. <laughs> and he's just uh-huh. sitting next to me and he's like, hey. And I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and I look over and there's James Hetfield. This is when they were going through the like, where they got like personal stylists and they had like $400 jeans on and they had like, yeah. Like, you know they cut the hair and it was like the whole it was like a whole big thing i remember right right dave that was like a a mood yeah they were like ed hardy guys they were becoming ed hardy guys yeah they were wearing like trucker hats and shit like that and yeah exactly they were they were wearing like um von dutch they were von dutch metallica (laughs) and i just was looking at them in just abject horror just like (laughs) this can't be happening right now and uh, yeah, so that's the story, Jay. I hope that I hope that it lived up. Yeah. I'm actually disappointed you didn't take a piss next to him. <laughs> I didn't get to stand next to them, but I can't imagine Lars is that tall, right? Lars has Lars to- got to be real little. I think he's, he's like, like famous for being. He has little. to be like three foot eight or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a baby. I was noticing in an Avengers scene the other day. I saw like I saw a random scene of Avengers because like these kid the 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 like across the street neighbor kids were over at the house and they had Avengers on. And there's a scene where Robert Downey Jr. is standing like face to face with um whichever one is the Chris that plays uh Captain America, Chris Evans, right? Chris Evans, Evans. Yeah. And he's like an inch, inch and a half shorter than Chris Evans. And Chris Evans is like six three. And Robert Downey Jr. is like five foot four or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, huh, I wonder how they did that. And then he Robert Downey Jr. turns to walk away and you can tell he's like on stilts basically. He's like <laughs> yeah, wobbling. I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm like, no human walks that way. <laughs> <laughs>